It isn't all bad news. There are more cancer survivors than ever before. Earlier diagnosis helps. Advances in cancer research are also behind the uptick. Newer immunotherapy treatments are working wonders. And more are in testing. According to the American Association for Cancer Research, 18 million people in America are cancer survivors. In 1972, that number was only three. Death rates for cancer have fallen quickly in the last few years. Many new treatments teach the body's white blood cells to attack the cancer cells. Others in development can target the DNA mutations present in the malignant cells. And more people are getting routine screenings. All of this is paying off. And still, cancer remains one of the most dreaded words in the English language. But Jesus has overcome the world. He's already entered the age to come. And Christians get to follow in his footsteps, even through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a program called Overcoming the World. He's sold over four and a half billion records with 37 number one hit songs. He's played concerts for millions of people around the world. But before all of this happened, he was just a young man in love with just a young girl, but she had cancer. The Lord used this trial in their lives to bring them closer to Jesus. And one day when Jeremy was visiting his first wife, Melissa, there in the hospital, she shared some very profound words with him. You know, I've been sitting here thinking, and if I, you know, die from this cancer, but if one person's life has changed, then it's all worth it. That's Jeremy Kemp. We'll be hearing more from him in a minute to share more of their story of how the Lord used it to write music from the heart. His story is one of the most touching I've heard in all my life. And it's not just touching. It's also a story that shows us the power and goodness of our God. And the Lord is using this story even today in a movie called I Still Believe. My wife Janet and I love this movie. It shows us that even if life is a mess, the Lord is with us. And his love can strengthen us day after day. And that's something we all need more of today, don't we? COVID, war, unrest. We need to be reminded that Jesus is with us through it all. And the story of the Camp family is one that brings this out so clearly. It's a film by the Irwin brothers, who are familiar to many of us, whether or not we know their names. And they did a great job with this movie. I still believe will tug at your heartstrings, but more importantly, it'll remind you that the Lord is always there with his people. His promises are real. Then after our time with Jeremy Kemp, I want to invite you to reach out and make a difference at this listener-supported ministry with your help. And as a thank you for your gift, I want to send you the DVD, I Still Believe. Our number to call after the program, 800 65 Haven, 865 Haven, or go online and watch the trailer and take a listen to some extended interviews with Jeremy and then make your gift when you visit haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Why don't we open now with a song by Jeremy Kemp? 
the version that came out in 2020 of I Still Believe. something like stubbing your toe or getting a paper cut. I'm talking about the type of pain that makes you feel weak, like you can't go on anymore. Is Christ enough then? Can my Lord sustain me? Well, today on the program, we're beginning this series, Overcoming the World. That title may sound familiar to you. It's the words from the Gospel of John, chapter 16. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. 
And because our Savior has overcome the world, so shall we. Even when everything seems to be going wrong, like it seemed to be going wrong for Christian music star Jeremy Camp. Maybe you've never heard his story, but it's one worth hearing, even worth hearing again and again. And because it's a story about the goodness of God and how the grace of Christ shines, even in the darkness. Jeremy was kind enough to sit down with me a couple of years ago. Let's listen in to the interview. Well, it's it's a hot summer in Southern California, but you've got this movie that just came out, I Still Believe. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I'm told is that probably at every concert you've ever given, you make it personal and you tell your personal story. And do you mind for some of our listeners who've never heard your story that the movie's based on sharing that with us again? Absolutely. During this time, Charles, you know, there's a scripture that we've all heard and it says, you know, we will overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimonies in revelation. But a lot of times we forget the latter part of that verse where it says, for they did not love their lives even unto death. And I think about, you know, this girl that I met, her name was Melissa years ago, and she had uh, an understanding that her life was literally in the hands of Jesus and that she wanted her life to be an effect to those around her. And so I met this girl, fell in love with her. And I remember, you know, the first time I met her, we were at a worship service and she just was raising up her hands really high. And, hmm. and I, I was, I was just drawn to that. You know, I probably shouldn't been, shouldn't have been peeking, you know, while we were worshiping. But sure. You were supposed to be praying, Jeremy. That's but, exactly right. But but I was, you were a teenager at the time. I understand. Yes. <laughs> you can't blame me. But I, but what, what attracted me to her was that, like I was almost just in awe of her relationship with the Lord. And so, you know, as, as time went on, of course, we started hanging out and, of course, typical, um, you know, first hanging out drama with people and trying to figure that whole thing happens. I, I'm a young man and trying to figure out life. And I still am trying to figure out life. <laughs> but yes, so here you go, meeting this woman who loves Jesus more than anything else. And, you know, we kind of had broken up, up and I was pretty devastated because I sh- thought she was the one for me. And, and then I got a phone call from a friend saying that she was in the hospital, that they found out she had mm-hmm. cancer. And so I came in immediately and just to see her. And as I walked in, it was like she had this huge smile on her face and she was almost like beaming from ear to ear. And I, I was kind of shocked because I figured she'd be more devastated. And I looked at her and I said, you know, hey, how are you doing? I didn't know what else to say. Words only came out of my mouth. And she said, you know, what? I've been sitting here thinking, and if I, you know, die from this cancer, but if one person's life has changed, then it's all worth it. And I thought about that. And the reason why, and I even quoted that scripture before, is that, yes, we're going to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, but we can't love our lives unto death. And, and she said, if my life or my death could bring one person to Jesus, it's all worth it. And I think that, you know, that was such a shocking thing to me because here is literally uh, the the gospel, the, you know, the calling and obedience of Christ uh, overflowing from her life. And I just remember walking away, just blown away. And long story short, of course, we ended up getting engaged because I just knew I was supposed to be with her. I loved her. Sure. And uh, we got married and it was 
it was beautiful. We went through the ups and downs and in the movie you're going to see, you know, at one point we thought she was healed and I don't want to give too much away because right. that's, you know, in the story, but on our honeymoon, we noticed some complications in her stomach and we went back to the hospital when we got out, off the honeymoon and basically they said the cancer has returned. It's spreading rapidly and she really has weeks to months to live. And we had just gotten married. And so of course, all those, you know, the fresh feelings of, of new marriage and, and starting sure. your life was felt like it was just crushed to the ground. Well, and you, you were young then. You were, what, 19, 20 years old, something it like was. then? 20, and, yeah, and 21. Having seen the movie, and I realize the Irwin brothers would have taken a little liberty, but not, not too much on the story. Right. If the movie reflects the accuracy, Melissa was the mature follower of Jesus much more mature than you. Yeah. Does that describe it? I think. Yeah. She, she really, in a sense, I saw her faith and I saw her, the depth and it really encouraged me. Of course I, I did love Jesus. Sure. I wanted you to did. Serve him and, but I saw her have a unrelentless pursuit of him that inspired me so much. And of course, until the very end, until of course it was three and a half months into our marriage, she went to be with Jesus and I mm. saw her not waver. Of course, she had her ups and downs. She was human. So it's like, sure. you know, you, you see that even in the movie. It's like a moment of, of breaking down. And that's just, that's normal. But her faith didn't waver at all the whole time. And so I think for me, um, I saw that and it inspired me so much that I said, I want to go out and share of God's faithfulness and his goodness in the midst of trials and tribulations. And honestly, Charles, I didn't know that you know, how many years later, 19 years later, there's going to be a movie coming out about this. It was just me being obedient, sharing about what I had learned, what God had taught me, writing some songs, you know, called I Still Believe and Walk by Faith and all mm -hmm. these things mm -hmm. that were from the overflow of what God was doing in my life. I wasn't thinking I'm going to build a career off this now. It was more like I wrote those songs. I was kind of just over music at that point, And God gave me those songs just to heal my heart, you know, and I think that's what's so mm. beautiful about it. And now God is using this to minister to millions of people and, and the stories that we're hearing are, are incredible. And it's all him. It's not anything I've done or any great man of faith that I am at all. It's literally by the grace of God and his goodness. And that's why I think that this story needs to continue to get out there. It's like, it wasn't me. It, I mean, I, I literally, it was his hand of, of peace and his hand of power that pursued me and healed my heart and allowed me to do what I'm doing today. Well, I'll tell you what, let's wait till a little later and talk about one more person. And that shows up at the end of the movie. We don't want to give it all away, but this is one of those kind of movies where you know the story going into it and it still breaks your heart, but yet it gives you faith to see how the Lord moves in the middle of losing your wife after just a few months of marriage. There's a great ending. The Lord still had plans for you, even as he planned to take Melissa home. Mm, yeah. um, I think it's all right if we give this away a little bit. You know, it's yeah. on the movie. People need to get the movie. They need to watch it. They need to get the DVD from us if they haven't seen it already. Just how did the Lord keep moving in your life after you lost Melissa? You know, I think God always... Um He's a God of restoration and redemption. And so I, I look at, you know, I wasn't looking for anybody else. You know, I was sharing my story and happy to do that. And then almost a couple of years later, I met this um, girl named Adrian. And I remember we were on tour together and I would share of just 
God's faithfulness in the midst of me not even wanting to say how good God was. I get on stage and all of a sudden I feel God's spirit, you know, empower me to say God is good in the midst of trials and tribulations. And so, you know, Adrian would be off to the side listening. And one, at one point she's like, you know, I've been hearing your story and it's ministered to me so much. Um, you know, I, I was, I'm one of those people that God has touched because of her life, you know, cause I would share that story mm. and, you know, little did I know, you know, six months, seven months later, um, we'd be engaged and mm. to be married and God really has, you know, she has come alongside Adrian has come alongside so much in being a part of the ministry. And not everything we talk about isn't about the story. You know, right. we, we have so much stuff that we, you know, we have three kids now and you have your own life together that yeah. the Lord has given you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But it's just, she, when, when really it makes sense to like, Hey, this is a part of my life. She's, she's all for it. And of course with the movie, it's going to bring up that whole thing again. And she goes, listen, it's not about me or you or Melissa. It's about Jesus. So let's mm. do this. <laughs> and mm. So I'm thankful for that heart. And, you know, I think that's why, you know, God has really put his hand on this because I think watching her also with her heart being soft towards everything and going, God, I just want you to be glorified. That's what it's all about. And so even with mm. this whole thing where it got shut down after the first weekend yes. <laughs> and it was, it was a tough thing, you know, because it was in the theaters for one weekend and the first night it was out, it was the number one movie in America. It was number one. <laughs> and then it got shut down. Lord, why did you do this to us? You know, yeah. and yet God is using it still. Yeah, and I think that's the great thing, Charles, what you just said is God is still using it still because I think that there's a greater depth to it now that might not have been there if we weren't all going through this because everyone starts to kind of open their ears and their heart a little bit more when there's something happening beyond our control. And so I think that for us to be able to say, I don't understand, but I still believe, I think is a powerful thing. Mm. Jeremy Camp, uh, what does Jesus mean to you now? You know, I, I think about, you know, the things that I've learned during this time. And one of the things that, that God has spoken to my heart, um, because a lot of us are going, let's just get through this time. And I feel like Jesus really spoke to my heart and said, I want to get through to you during this time. And I think, you know, he is everything that we need. So when I say, when someone says, what is Jesus to you? That question, I say, he's all that we need. I look through Genesis to Revelation, all throughout God's word, and you can see the names of Jesus. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the way, the truth, the life. He's our comfort. He's our shield. He's our refuge. He's a provider. He's all, everything that we need. So I think that during this time, when we search and say, what do we do? Where do we run to? What's the hope? It truly is all that we need is found in Jesus. Mm. Jeremy, would you please lead us to Jesus in prayer? Yeah. Lord Jesus, I thank you, first of all, that you are in control, that you are very aware of what's happening, God, and that you care about every single circumstance and situation that's going on right now. God, I pray that you would provide that peace that surpasses all understanding, that would guard the hearts of those that are right now going through so many things, through anxiety and depression. God, those are losing jobs. Those that are losing lives, God. I just pray for comfort. God, I thank you that, as the scripture says in 2 Corinthians, that we are called to comfort um, those with the comfort that we've been given. And God, you've given us so much comfort. And I just pray that we'd be able to be the hands and feet of you to those around us. God, we need you desperately. We know that um, even though this doesn't make sense, you actually told us 
in John 16, 33, um, that I say these things to you, that you will have peace in this world. You will face trials of many kinds. But you said, take heart, I've overcome the world. So God, we trust you. We know that you have conquered sin and death. Now we know that we can trust you in everything, that we would trust you with all of our hearts, God, and all of our minds, God, that we would just know that you have what's best for us and that you care about every circumstance. So God, we need you. We cry out to you and we thank you for what you're doing in our hearts. Deepen uh, the work that needs to be done in all of our hearts, God. We need it desperately. I need it desperately. God, we thank you um, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Every time I hear his story, I marvel at God's goodness and grace to sinners like me. Jesus didn't have to come, but he did come. The Lord doesn't have to bring beauty out of ashes, but he did that anyway. And that's why we can know that we shall overcome this world. Our Savior has already done that for us. Try to hold on to this world With everything I have But I feel the weight of what it brings And the hurt that tries to grab The many trials that seem to never end His word declares this truth That we will enter in this rest With wonders anew But I hold on to this hope and the promise that he brings There will be a place with no more suffering There will be a day with no more tears No more pain and no more fears There will be a day when the burdens of this place will be Jesus face to face But until that day We'll hold on to you always I know the journey seems so long you're walking on your own There has never been a step But you've walked down all alone Troubled soul, don't lose your heart Cause joy and peace He brings And the beauty that's in store How is the hurt of life sting? But I hold on to this hope And the promise that He brings That there will be Place with no more suffering There will be a day With no more tears No more pain And no more fears There will be a day When the burdens of this place Will be no more We'll see Jesus face to face But I'm 
fitting words coming out of Revelation 21, There Will Be a Day, by Jeremy Camp, which echoes our theme this week as we look forward to the life to come. I'm Charles Morris, here on Haven Today. The program's called Overcoming the World. And I'm so thankful for the time I had with Jeremy Camp. He's a great guy to talk with, and I truly appreciate his heart for Jesus. You can hear more from his interview by visiting our website, haventoday.org, and reading our blog about it. Now, you heard Jeremy share just a little bit about he and his wife's story. And when you watch the DVD called I Still Believe, you'll see even more how he and his first wife, Melissa, clung to Jesus in her great trial with cancer. But even though the subject is a bit sobering, it really is a story of hope. It will remind you that the Lord is always with us, even in the most challenging of times. I want to send you your own copy of the DVD, I Still Believe. I'd like to do it right away. We have it in our warehouse. And may I be so bold to ask that you pray about how much the Lord would have you give to help this daily ministry continue to share the great story. Our number you can call right now is 800-65-HAVEN. 865 Haven. Or go online, watch the trailer and a clip from the movie, and you can make your gift there when you visit haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we'll be sharing together this great story? It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It's hard to think about other people when you're hurting. An intense physical pain often makes it very hard to even speak at all. And yet Jesus, hanging on the cross, was able to do both. The weight of the sin of the world was dwarfing his physical pain, an agony beyond our ability to understand. And yet Jesus was able to look down at his mother and his disciple John and say, Dear woman, here is your son. And to that disciple, here is your mother. In the midst of his pain, Jesus was aware of theirs and spoke of their concern. What a picture of the immense love of Jesus. And today that same Jesus wants to spend time with you. Invest in your walk with Jesus through Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com. 